Welcome to the Partners for Better Communities podcast from the Virginia Department of Housing and Community Development. We're catching up with voices from the 2019 Virginia Governor's Housing Conference. My name is Ramona Chapman, and I'm a Capacity Development Specialist in the Policy and Strategic Development Office at the Virginia Department of Housing and Community Development, or DHCD. I am excited and honored to have the great privilege of introducing my dear friend and colleague, Ms. Ava Gabrielle Wise, Ava is the CEO of the New Road Neighborhood Development Corporation, and not only is Ava a specialist in affordable housing development, but she's also an expert in economic development. I call Ava the ambassador of Virginia's Eastern Shore, and she's a true catalyst for jump-starting successful housing and community development initiatives on the shore. I'm confident that you will enjoy what Ava will share about her home, which is one of Virginia's jewels, the Eastern Shore. Uh, I am Rajan Eng with the Department of Housing and Community Development here with Ava Wise. So I hear you just had a housing summit. We did. We had a housing summit at the end of September. And DHCD's Eric Johnson was there and all of the DHCD's senior staff came along with the VHDA director and all of that senior staff. Um, USDA, the young lady who was just speaking to me, USDA staff was there. Um, Virginia Community Capital, Housing Virginia, everybody. We had, we had a whole day of housing. And then, of course, all of our elected officials and local practitioners. What a great turnout. Wonderful turnout. Well, what's the intended uh, purpose? So the theme of the day was um, to scale up how to, you know, increase the scale of um, housing production and development on the shore. Because at this point, we're running about, uh, Northampton County is running about a 400 unit housing deficit right now Mm -hmm. and uh, a year. And uh, Accomack County is running about twice that. So we're running about a thousand unit a year uh, housing deficit on the shore. And so in order to um, kind of ca- get up to speed and increase the scale of housing production on the shore, we've got to you know, strengthen local capacity. We've got to find more opportunities to intersect with resources. And um, we've got to kind of increase the... Um, skill sets of the local organizations to be able to um, deal with the, the, the crisis, basically, that we are facing on the shore in housing. Well, that sounds like a very worthwhile thing to do. Yeah, that's so ha- the reason why. I think that everybody recognizes that we have some dire needs in affordable housing on the shore, and that's why we were really, really grateful that the agencies saw it, you know, worthwhile Mm -hmm. to commit their time to come and spend the whole day with us great yeah well how did it go it went phenomenal exceeded all of our expectations um we came out of that with some really good things things like we need we haven't done a regional housing analysis for the area in more than 20 years in about 20 years so everybody agreed it's it's time Mm -hmm. right so we agreed to um 
have a regional housing assessment done and the agencies that were there um, agreed to work with us to get that done help us to find the resources to get that done. Um, we decided to continue to meet as a region. So we're going to get together quarterly. Um, the next meeting's coming up in December. We're going to get together quarterly. And um, the goal of that those quarterly meetings are going to be the, port, the parts where we begin to address the specific strategies for strengthening local capacity and building the skill sets of local practitioners to address the housing needs. And then also, of course, let that be the place where we can um, increase the intersections with resources to get that done. That sounds like a tremendous outcome, mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. It's a lot yeah. to be excited about. It, it was. Everyone left really enthusiastic. I was not anticipating the um, amount of enthusiasm that was there. We came out with, you know, some real momentum, I feel like we kind of now have a direction. It's, th th I mean, it, the road ahead is daunting, um, but I think that the, we came out of the meeting with, with clear ideas about how to begin to, you know, take a bite out of this elephant. <laughs> Great, yeah. That's a big mountain to climb. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you have some next steps planned out beyond meeting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and the resources are already hitting the ground. So just in the past couple of days since I've been here, Accomack County um, got, uh, I work part of time with Accomack County. We got a planning grant from DHCD um, to redevelop Whispering Pines, the former Whispering Pines Hotel site. Oh, wow. And... Um, we, and then in my other capacity in the community development group, we got an ARS grant um, that was just awarded about two hours ago. We found out about it at the end of the pre-conference. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So we will, with those funds, be able to, um, in our case, the, the program is Acquire, Renovate, and Sell. So we're gonna be a, we're gonna do the renovate and sell because we actually already own the initial properties that we're gonna start with. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we will um, be able to um, move forward with the um, uh, renovations of the properties. And my goal: they're rented properties now. Hmm. They're occupied, or most of them are occupied. At least six of them are occupied. And my goal is to work with the families who live in them to acquire them and become homeowners. That's fabulous. Yeah. That's a big step for people. Absolutely. You know, it really brings pride to people. Absolutely. Absolutely. We think it will also, um, that it's, a, it's one of the, several of the properties are on one block, one single block. And I feel like um, doing this project will transform that block. That's, yeah. that's a really incredible thing. Yeah. How would you describe the process of securing that grant? It, actually, it was just, it was probably one of the most seamless processes that, that I've been through with a lot, of, with any program. I mean, I, I've been working with DHCD now for, um, gosh, we've been doing stuff with DHCD for almost 30 years. That's why I've known Bill since... We both were much younger people. <laughs> and, uh, and so um, the pro technology, you know, there was a time when we had to do all of this stuff 
on paper. You know, I've literally been around since we had to submit our proposals and our applications to DHCD on paper in the mail, making copies of all of our supporting documentation and sending a package this thick into this office. And so just the fact that, you know, the advancements in technology, the way that you work with the staff in advance to kind of develop the framework so that you're clear about your concept on the front end, um, all of those things help to make the process just a lot more seamless and um, a lot less challenging. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like um, technology has come a long way with DHCD. Oh, absolutely. Enabling more things to happen. Absolutely. Like, look, we're doing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Here, right right from the Governor's Housing Conference. Right from the Governor's Housing Conference. Here we sit doing a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So what other changes do you see in DHCD that have been for the good? I mean, just the fact that I mean, DHCD has always been, I've worked in a lot of places, I've worked in other states, and DHCD, I can say, has always been one of the most, anytime I've, I'll say it this way, anytime I've ever worked in another state, I have always missed DHCD. <laughs> I, I always wish that I could package this place and take it with me from state to state. If there is a model for what, um, housing and community development organizations should be, I think DHCD is at the top of that list. It is responsive. The staff, I heard one of the, um, I think it was Joanne Pierman today when she was making her closing remarks said, we are really like one big family with everything. And that is the truth. Um, I have developed lifelong relationships with staff people that I worked with here two decades ago. And I'm, I come here to see them every year because even when they go into outside of the agency, they go into different places to work, I look forward to coming back here and seeing those same faces again. I was just telling um, Jeff Meyer from Virginia Community Development, um, we, my, we, my mom was the founding director of the organization of New Road Community Development Group, and she we lost her two years ago. And she was a staple here and around the state in housing. And the picture that was printed of her in the newspaper, Jeff Meyer was standing beside her, and he was just telling me the story of that um, picture. He said how that picture happened was she was telling a story about how many times she threatened to throw me off the shore. (laughs) And she said, and then she laughed so hard, and the guy from the newspaper clapped, slapped the picture (laughs) as we were laughing, you know. (laughs) That's a fun story. Absolutely. And so, and I said, so now you are literally a permanent part of our family because that picture's everywhere and you're standing by her side. That is the story of DHCD in our community. We would not exist if it had not been for the leadership and partnership of this agency. Well, the way you describe it really does sound like a family, especially Mm -hmm. with with the connection between um, New Roads and with DHCD. Absolutely. But also with you carrying forward your mother's work. Yes. Tell me a, a little bit about how that feels. That part um is 
that is the most rewarding part of this work. And sometimes, because she's only been gone two years, sometimes the most difficult. I was telling someone, so the person that was just interviewed here in the podcast just before me, um, Jane Cabarrus, I was, she was at our housing summit. And um, I, she, of course, was one of the people who has been working with us in housing. Again, a big family for many years. She was in a different organization, but we worked very closely together. She sat on several boards with me, so she's known me since I was very young, getting started in this work. And um, the summit was the first major event that I had done without my mom because we were always together. We would typically have walked in here together. Um, and so this is the first, I have not been here. This, I've not, this is my first time back in, in 17, since 17 when we lost her. And so, um, and when I, we were in the housing conference, there were moments as we were going through the day that I kind of kept looking around expecting to see her somewhere in that room, and I didn't. And so every now and again, I'd kind of go off the corner by myself, and it was funny because the women who were in that room I've known all my life, and Jane Cabarrus is one, she would get up and come behind me. Are you okay? Like they would see it on my, she had gotten, so one of the other ladies said, I saw that, you know, who was there. She said, I was saying to her, thank you, because I hadn't seen her since the housing summit. And I said, I want to thank you for, kind of holding me together at those moments when I kind of got a little lost in myself because I was looking for her and I couldn't find her. And she said, I know. And that's why I would get up and come over and hold her. So the other lady said, yeah, I saw her doing that. And that's this, that's what this housing community has meant to me. Um, So when I came here just after she passed away to the 17 governor's conference and uh, she had only been a couple of months as soon as I walked in, all of the DHCD staff would meet me as I came into this very same reception and, you know, hugged me and told me stories about her. And, and no matter what happens, I was sitting in a story today in, the, in, the, in one of the sessions today and one of the DHCD staff said, I used to sit around the pot belly stove with your mom and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, now tell me I don't know your mom. I was like, nope, you know her. <laughs> you know, and so it's just, yeah, it's a family. It's yeah. a family. Yeah. Well, well, it ab- absolutely feels that way after the way you describe it. it mm-hmm. and, and that's been my experience as well. I'm so yes. glad that it's uh, broader than just in our agency. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and thank you so much for sharing your stories. Thank you. Thank you um, for having me. About your, your organization, your mother, who who's, must have been a absolutely formidable woman. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's an <laughs> understatement. <laughs> <laughs> she was a presence in any space. <laughs> well, again, thank you so thank much you. for being a part of our extended family and for thank sharing you. your story. Thank you for us. having me. That was another of our conversations from the 2019 Virginia Governor's Housing Conference. And you can tell how much fun we had. As people walked past, we roped them into conversation and had them tell us about their projects, and we caught up with old friends. This year's conference will be a little bit different, but you can still join us by registering at vaghc.com. The conference will happen on November 18th through 20th, and we hope to see you online.
Thanks for joining us for the Partners for Better Communities podcast from the Virginia Department of Housing and Community Development.